Boho Bride Guide with Jenny Maynard, a podcast, blog and directory that shines a spotlight on the many hidden gems of extraordinary wedding vendors and services from across the southwest of the UK. We will uncover top tips, hints and advice from the experts that specialise in creating your dream boho-inspired wedding day and how to stick to your guns and get the day you really want. Get inspired, be bold and blaze your own trail and make your day unique to you. Hello and welcome to the Boho Bride Guide podcast. You're here with Jenny Maynard and uh, today's episode is all about uh, giving you the seven essential pieces of advice when planning for your dream wedding cake. And so planning for your wedding day may well be the first time that you've ever had to consider getting a special cake designed and ordered for a particular date. And uh, it just so happens to be the biggest celebration of your lifetime. And therefore, here at the Boho Bride Guide podcast, we thought it'd be helpful to open the doors onto the world of wedding cake design and share some useful tips and advice on where to start. From choosing your cake designer to the ordering process, uh, what budgets you have in mind, the design and plans for the big day. Okay, so I'd like to welcome Holly Miller to um, the show today. And Holly's from Cake Design by Holly Miller. Um, and as an expert in your field, um, I couldn't think of anyone more appropriate to invite to the show today to talk about our um, uh, title today. Um, and I wondered if you could start off by talking a little bit about yourself, a little bit um, where did the uh, cake design um, business come from and, and how did you start? Yeah, of course, yeah. Wow, where do we start? <laughs> Blimey. Uh, we've been ru- running the business for about four years now. It's okay. just me. Help from my husband, bless him, long-suffering yeah. husband. <laughs> um, yeah, so about four years I've started just making the kids' birthday cakes, really. Really? Is that where it started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I, I have my kids quite young, so I've really before that I just fluttered around in you know, waitressing jobs. And yeah, okay, okay. Debut therapy for a little while. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, just started making the kids' cakes. And the, found a bit of an artistic flair, yeah, I assume. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I loved that feeling of looking at it afterwards and thinking, it looks amazing. I made that. Yeah. And the happiness that the kids... Yeah, got from know, it. Yeah, definitely. And... I've always liked weddings. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good wedding? I weddings? know, I know. <laughs> we get drawn into the, yeah. the romance of it all. So I thought, I know, I'm going to go for it and set up, set up my own wedding business. And it all kicked Brilliant. off when, um, what happened? I took my car in for a service. Okay. And I was speaking to a lady on reception. She said she was getting married and looking to uh, for a wedding cake. Yeah. So I said, oh. I can make cakes. (laughs) And that was my first wedding cake. I see. Brilliant. brilliant. And so um, cake designed by Holly Miller, what area do you tend to cover um, in the southwest? Um, We're based in Somerset, but we are happy. Like I said, my long-suffering husband, Will, he's usually the driver with me sitting in the back. (laughs) Um, But we're, yeah, we cover wherever the cake needs to be. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I think um, when the children are grown up and a little bit older, we will definitely um, look to deliver to London. Okay. I want to do yeah move to and you know concentrate a little bit more on the big venues in London and the big venues down here because they're 
Brilliant. Yeah. Widen the... Yeah, yeah, widen the span. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, um, within your business, what would you say your ethos is? What, what do you pride yourself on? Uh, perfection. Is it? Perfection. <laughs> Nothing will leave my kitchen unless I feel it will. it is perfect. So... Brilliant. Yeah. So it, that eye for detail is key. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be perfect. The, you know, perfectly covered. The flowers look perfect. The perfect sharp edges. Yeah, yeah, that is. So if someone's good. looking for that uh, perfection eye for detail in their yeah. wedding cake, they know where to come Indeed. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly, what is your uh, top tip number one uh, when choosing a recommended cake designer? Um. Yeah. Recommend a cake diet. Look through their portfolio, I think. Okay. Um, so do the research. Yeah, everyone has a really different style mm-hmm. of um, cake design. So probably look at what you like. Look through different portfolios, different photos. Um, and if you like, you know, like the look, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Get in contact with them. I so it's say. yeah, it's finding someone that aligns with your style and yeah, feel. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, everyone's got such a different style and such a different look mm-hmm. um, that you have to like that. And with then, your, okay. I think liking your designer as well is quite important. Yeah. So ha- taking the time to maybe give them a give them a call yeah. or meet up. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Definitely. Get some time with them. Yeah. Okay. And um, regarding sort of the hygiene side of. Uh, the cake design world and mm-hmm. um, what what are people looking for in that vein um i've never had anyone come to me and say have you got you know this okay. that and the other I've, that, I've never been asked actually um but yeah you need to have yeah have the council come and check your kitchen yeah and you need to have health and health and hygiene certificates with you so need, uh, it's the same as running your own um cafe or oh yeah definitely you same. get a hygiene rating between one and five and okay I've got a five so that's amazing, um, yeah. amazing yeah so it's that that's worth worth thinking about as well yeah yeah definitely i suppose if you're feeding a lot of your guests then that is a definite consideration to keep yeah. in mind yeah yeah yeah. don't want any uh dicky bellies oh, the God, next no, day no. <laughs> <laughs> real so um holly what's your top tip number two when planning the design of your cake with your cake designer um to give them probably as many details as possible so it's really nice i love talking to brides and grooms um about all the details of their day i can sit there and speak for hours about their day (laughs) and it's lovely to see pictures of the flowers and the colors and the bridesmaids dresses and i do i get I mean, sometimes I can exchange hundreds of emails really? with a bride. Yeah, just getting into the yeah, the it's just really nice to feel. get a real feel of their day because yeah. then you can incorporate that cake perfectly Brilliant. within their look of their wedding. Love it. Okay, and so and and what are the sort of numbers? So number of guests. We, do we need to know sizing and that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, you, we usually a three tier cake would feed around 120 people in right, finger slices. Okay. So yeah, numbers and when you're serving it, so okay. when you're serving it as a dessert because the size of the slices will have to be bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, okay. And and when we're thinking about design, what what sort of um, shapes or options do people have? Um, so you mentioned tiered. Yeah. And is that the majority of styles that that are coming yeah, through? Yeah, probably. Minute? Um, I tend to do, yeah, pretty much mostly, um, you know, stacked tiered cakes. Okay. I do really like um, going with different 
the option of different depth tiers because I think that okay. adds diversity to yeah. the look of the cake. Yeah. I love playing with the different depths to have some really shallow tiers and filler tiers and then some really deep tiers. Oh, that looks, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And I was just thinking, so we did a, a shoot recently um, and the cake there, you actually did a, a cubed tiered yeah. cake yeah. with lots of different depths. And that's just reminded me how sort of, what a dramatic effect it had um, on the overall look of the cake. Yeah. I think I think you will remember that cake. Um, I hope so. That is for, what for time I to yeah. come. It was very unique, sort of uh, striking That's look. That's what wasn't I aim for with yeah. my cakes to be a real, I don't know, feature and centerpiece yeah. of the big day, yeah. really. That edible and that, centerpiece. Yeah, that definitely had that feel. Um, and when we're thinking about where we're going to put our cake mm -hmm. on our special day, what do we need to consider um, positioning-wise? Do you need to know if it's got a front or do you need to know? Um, sometimes, you know, most venues will put it against, you know, in a corner or um, I know um, St Audrey's put it in a lovely bay window. That okay. Looks lovely. okay. So some other venues do put it in the centre of the room. So you have got to make sure that that cake is perfect all yeah. the way round. Um, so would you ask for that information when you're thinking about finalising the design? Probably not, because I would always make sure the cakes are perfect, perfect. from every angle. Because you never yeah. know when you take it and a bride would like her, she might like her cake in the middle of a marquee. You Very don't true. know that really until you get there. Okay. Um, so you cater for all eventualities on that front. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Just make sure you probably, it would be positioned out of, you know, really direct sunlight. Okay. Um, if it's a really sunny day or um, away from radiators. Yes. If it's a winter wedding, things yeah. like that. Okay, um, so just having that conscious in your mind. Yeah. Okay. And so what, what do you, details do you need from the bride and groom uh, with regards to allergies and catering for that side of things? Um, couples are always really forthcoming with whether, you know, whether they want a gluten-free cake or a vegan cake or if there's any allergies. I would always double check as well. Um, and with their samples that mm -hmm. they have, um, their complimentary samples, I would always send out a okay. or give them an allergy card. Yeah. Um, on the day, I always give an allergy card um, with all the allergens to the catering staff or the kitchen. Brilliant. Um, okay. Yeah. Just to placate any any. Yeah. 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 Because you don't know who's you know. Sometimes um, the couples will tell you whether they have you know um, guests with allergies. But okay. You never really know. Yeah. So, so just it's always to... best to double check yes on that that's right okay and when um when we, when someone is looking to sort of employ their cake designer um what what would be the sort of obvious difference between a designer and potentially like a cake maker what, um, what would you say there a cake maker i suppose would be someone that you would take a picture of a cake to and say this is what the cake I want. Yeah. Um, so and replicate this for me. Yeah. Um, they would probably... How would I explain myself? Um, they probably make a, a higher number of celebration cakes, um, whereas people would come to a cake designer, such as myself, with ideas, mm -hmm. um, colours, themes, uh, pictures of flowers, um, and I would design a cake for you bespoke for them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so there's much more of a design element involved yeah definitely um, definitely and yeah you get that personalized 
personalised yeah, cake. Yeah, no one else will have ever had your cake. Yes. Which yeah. makes it yeah. lovely. Oh, yeah, very special, very special. Okay. Um, and what trends are you seeing in the design um, world? Or is there anything that are coming through a lot that you, you particularly enjoy making? Um, Semi-naked cakes, which are cakes with a scraping of buttercream around the outside, are endlessly popular still. They have been for the last few years. Okay. They are. I've got bookings for them next year. They're lovely. I, don't, I think um, people don't like, some people don't like having the heavy fondant with you um and it looks pretty and lighter probably um yeah flowers as well i think details okay um from the big day bride and grooms are really liking to incorporate so so personalizing yeah so if they've got pearls on the the details or certain flowers i'm finding a lot of couples they're pulling that design yeah, into their cake which is lovely for well. me because that's exactly what i like doing. yeah you get so. to experiment and yeah. create with different materials as yeah, well. yeah yeah definitely okay lovely um so number three what is your top tip regarding the wedding cake decoration so you mentioned semi-naked cake yeah um for the novices um, amongst us, including myself, um, I wondered if you could just give a bit of an explanation on what other options there are, sort of finishes, wedding yeah. cake wise. Um, okay, let's go through them. We the naked cake. Yeah. Um, would be sponges that are, have no icing around the outside. It gives a lot more okay. um, of a rustic look. Um, brides quite like to decorate them with fruit um, yeah, and a dusting okay. of ice and sugar okay. or nice. fresh flowers um yeah. it just gives more of a natural i find that quite often brides will have them in um sort of barn weddings and yeah. places like that yeah. which are a bit more natural okay um and then as i said the semi-naked has got a scrape of buttercream around the outside mm-hmm. um completely covered buttercream you can go with completely okay. covered with uh, different textures so either a smooth buttercream yeah yeah sort of scraped around the side you can go really rustic looking or you can yeah. you know you can get a scraper where it, the lines are perfect so you with can you. go quite a long way with um different textures of buttercream and it does look beautiful gorgeous okay. um, what have we got next fondant covered um which gives you the really sharp edge so you okay. get a really pristine finish um and that really sharp edge with fondant covered cakes brilliant um, okay no i don't think all cake designers do that look some keep a slightly yeah. rounded edge still but i like the modern um yes. an elegant look of a uh, sharp edge nice um, okay. so yeah you just get more of that pristine finish i yeah. think with um fully with iced fun. yeah with, with the fondant okay thank you and um when, keeping on the subject of decoration mm-hmm. uh what other options so once you've got your cake base and cake covered yep. what other options have we got there oh, to pizzazz the nuts god yeah where do we start some brides um like to keep it quite chic and elegant or just put minimal detail on okay. their cake just like a couple of flowers and keep it or keep it really white um i did a really nice one last year where did we do it um orchard lee it was really big cake. I think it was around four, uh, probably five tiers. Wow, okay. But it was quite, it had a bit of gold detail and then just a few flowers and it was all white and it just looked yeah. stunning. Yeah. Where you can go, you know, mad with colour, really. Um, I did watercolour on a hexagonal. Oh, cake, wow. Like a mixed watercolour one, which was really nice last year. Okay. Um, and we use flowers a lot. Yeah, Sugar okay. flowers, fresh flowers. So talk me through the process of 
sugar flowers because I don't know much about the creation I of love those. Making sugar flowers. Love it. It's really it is time consuming, okay. but it's just such you get such a sense of satisfaction. And I love love matching um, the sugar flowers to the fresh flowers of the day so oh, I get brides nice. to send over pictures or they give me the details of the florists yeah and I will contact the florists and they can tell me what they're using Beautiful. Um, and I'll match them and I can make them to match them okay which is really nice gorgeous and just to give uh, our listeners a bit of a co- bit of context so if you're going to make I know let's say five sugar flowers to sort of um finish off a finish off an elegant cake what how long would that take you to make just to oh that's difficult to say it would be very dependent on the type of flowers because i suppose yeah uh, detail wise yes say something like a rose would probably take less time than um oh what are they called like a dahlia yeah okay hundreds of tiny little (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean a dahlia can take a good oh gosh I don't know probably around about seven eight hours to make one maybe wow, so really? yeah it's quite because you have to do it in bits as well yeah so it's a process it. yeah oh, so God. yeah but it the, the time it is time consuming but they they yeah. do have such a lovely look feel to them yeah, yeah. That's what people remember, isn't it? Those 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 yeah, minute details. Well, so yeah, you, that's you keep true. Keep them somewhere dry, away from moisture. Yeah, you can, it's a lovely keepsake. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And what about fresh flowers? What do we need to consider when we're if we want our cake designer to incorporate fresh flowers into the design? Yeah, I've gone on about sugar flowers quite a lot, but I do as you know enjoy using fresh flowers just as much. Um, I'm really lucky because I've got to know loads of really amazing florists and I get to see such an amazing array of flowers and um oh they're just beautiful really really beautiful so um usually what would happen um I would get in touch with a florist mm-hmm. and they and I tell them what I need and the size of the cake and yeah. they tell me what they're using um if I don't already know that which I usually do by then um and we go to the venue and they'd leave them at the venue and okay. I'd apply the flowers at in the, the venue yeah once you get there yeah okay um, when applying them i use posy picks and make sure the ends are taped so not nothing yeah. actually gets protruded is yes. word, <laughs> into the cake yeah um and again that hygiene side of things yeah. is important yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant so you get the look without having to worry about that side of things oh so. definitely yeah. yeah yeah we'll all always make sure um there's nothing going on the cake that's not not, not meant to be, to be in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> lovely thank you so what is your top tip number four around managing your own expectations being the bride or groom around your cake finish against the budget that you've got available um i think it would depend a lot on uh, what the bride and groom want to you know what they want from their cake some brides mm-hmm. want a simplistic elegant cake that is there as a tradition to cut whereas some bride and grooms would like their cake to be you know the big centerpiece of their day so um i think they need they would need to sit down and discuss how much realistically they want to spend on their cake and what they want to get out of their cake yes um that's a good point uh i suppose when they contact me being clear about their budget from the beginning being clear on that front yeah i suppose it's being clear with your designer about how much you want to spend and yeah. then I can work to that budget yeah. um, and explain 
what kind of cake you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, the that. parameters of yeah, the design. For, but... for how much they want to spend. But that's nice yeah. um, if, if they let me know straight away what they want to spend. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone's clear from the beginning. That. That's it. And I suppose people um, that have never asked for a cake to be designed before, actually, um, by having a budget in mind, actually, and working with yourself, you they will get a clear picture of what what yeah. what the parameters and um, what yeah, the reality I'm, is. I'm of that. Yeah, I'm absolutely more than happy to give you know a scale of say um, how much it would be for a cake with a few poses of sugar flowers compared to a yes. cake with a huge cascade of flowers and I'm with, absolutely yeah. more than happy to yeah um you know let give them, the, them that yeah idea. give them that uh, yeah idea of, of costs and then they can choose what they want to work to yeah and be really you know know because in fact get for that before this conversation I'd never realized with the sugar flower how much time oh. was involved and you know that that's the kind of information that's really useful to our listeners that they, um, if they want sugar flowers, then they, they might need to up their budget slightly because of the labour and skill that's involved there. Yeah, and just so. the amount of, if, if they want, you know, a couple of sugar flowers. Or yeah, they want a yeah, massive. a whole <laughs> waterfall of <Yeah>. them. <laughs> Lovely, okay. And what is your top tip number five when about around placing an order and payment of your wedding cake? So are you able to talk us through um, your process to give an idea of how that works? Yeah, I probably um, advise couples to, after their initial contact, to send over any ideas that they've seen that they like, how many people they want to feed, um, yeah. where the cake would need to be delivered. Um, based on those details i can give a, a rough estimate okay. of you know what the kind of price that they're looking at yeah um i would usually it's some you know everyone all the couples are different really but we tend to um if they're if they're happy to go ahead with that i'd ask for a hundred pound deposit um and get them that will confirm their booking in my diary yeah um, and then we'll organize a consultation where they'll come okay. to me and we'll sit down together you can try some cake nice have a and we can chat over cake designs brilliant um, sometimes that you know isn't always feasible because i have quite a few couples that are london based that yeah come down a lot of couples come from london and yes. get married down here yeah to have the you know the big country wedding lovely so um I meet some couples when they've come down for weekends to go to the venues okay. or I can yeah. I can send them. I post them out quite often yeah. um, in lovely little boxes. Oh, nice. So what a nice little thing. Yeah, thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we can do that. Okay. Um, so okay. Um, and then after the design is, um, you know, we've come up with a design together, we can finalise, uh, do a final quote. Yeah. And... Um, the final payment is due a month before the big day. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So it's nice for couples to be clear on um, what the process is. That's really helpful. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, what's your top tip number six regarding the cake arrival on your on the big day at the venue? What do we need to think about there? Um, well, I would always deliver the cake. Um, I'd be there to deliver it and set it up and apply any flowers. Um, I always ask couples to check about cake stands. I can okay. hire cake stands uh, okay. or ask if the venue's providing one or if they're providing mm -hmm. one. What sort of options are there cake stands-wise? Oh, endless again. Is um, it? Wood slices are always really popular at the moment. Okay. They give that um, rustic and natural look. Yeah. Um, and 
I quite like a nice high cake stand, a nice tall cake stand because yeah, it makes the cake, yeah. gives it that impact and elegance. Definitely. Um, yeah, and venues will quite often supply them. Okay. Um, yeah. So. so you just need to know, yeah. need to know that detail. Yeah. Okay. Um, and with regards to the big day, um, how does weather impact, if any? What do they need to think about there? Um, in regards to their cake... Yeah. They haven't got to worry too much on the day. It's me yes. that's thinking, oh, my God, it's raining. <laughs> um, or maybe the heat, I suppose, because we, we mentioned about radiators, but just... Yeah, uh, you wouldn't want to leave a, a buttercream cake in a, in a marquee with you. You know, left in a marquee for too long. Okay. Um, I have set buttercream cakes up in marquees, but usually the bride and groom cut them quite quickly. Right, okay. Um, yeah, other than direct sunlight and, and radiators. Yeah. Um, it's always best to try and keep and the cake is, is away fondant from that. okay heat wise would, would that uh, be a fondant bit more definitely stands up better, better. okay um, but it, underneath has got a ganache softer but it, it, it's definitely a better cake to go for if it's going to be stood in the heat kind yeah of thing. but okay. um, generally it's not too much of a an issue really i've never had an issue before with any okay. cakes with heat wise yeah. yeah okay that's worth knowing thank you um and any, any recommendations on where to display the cake? Um, usually venues have a specific place where they usually put the cake. Okay. Um, like you said, you like elevated is, is always nice, you said. Yeah, just it's to just give like, a bit of a you know, it's, it's just nice to have it visual, isn't it? You yeah. don't want to stick it in a corner somewhere yeah, totally. and not see it. So. Spent all the effort designing yeah. and putting a lot of thought into yeah. it. Nice to give it centre stage somewhere. Yeah, somewhere where it's going to be um, you know, enjoyed. Yeah, love it. Okay. And what is your final top tip number seven uh, regarding the serving of your wedding cake to your guests? Have you, do you, what sort of advice do you give around that? Um, I suppose it just is dependent on uh, how many people you wish to feed and okay. when you're serving the cake, really. Um, if you're serving it as a dessert, yeah, it would be nicer to have slightly bigger size pieces. Yes, true. Um, and I would, I always suggest to brides and grooms to maybe serve it with a bit of whipped cream and strawberries to nice. make it a bit more decadent and... Um, so that's if they're going to have it as a dessert. As a dessert, yeah. yeah. Are you finding that's quite a popular choice? Yeah, a real mix, actually, at okay. the moment. Yeah, it's just okay. nice. Um, if you're serving it, say, off with coffee or in a yeah. buffet in the evening, which is always really nice, because yeah. if you get a spread of savouries or cheeses, quite often people do it. It's nice to have that sweet. That is, yeah. Um, and I like to recommend brides have... Um, grooms? I keep saying brides, but brides <laughs> and grooms... Um, <laughs> have maybe different flavours because I think okay. it's more likely to get eaten rather yeah. than having a big pile of, I don't know, vanilla sponge. Yeah, I think okay. people are more likely to go back and nibble well, another slice. Definitely. So what what are you finding flavours-wise are quite popular people uh, choosing? Red moment? velvet's really popular okay. at the moment. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate's always a classic, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, the alternative flavors like lemongrass and coconut or oh, carrot okay. cake is really oh yeah really nice. yeah so um but usually we find it's red velvet okay. salted caramel is also really popular oh, at the moment. you're making me hungry <laughs> <laughs> me nice too, <laughs> yeah. nice okay yeah. And who would you recommend get to cut the cake? Because that's, <laughs> that's quite a technical uh, thing, if you ask me. <laughs> it's, it's usually always the caterers or okay. the kitchen staff that will cut the cake. And um, they tend to, 
I will always give instructions on based on how many people we I've discussed with the bride and groom okay. how, how much it's supposed to feed. Um, they're usually pretty good with no, you know, oh, with cutting. Yeah. They can. I've seen perfectly cut slices in, in a lot of venues. Um, so yeah, I will. I'll give the information of how many people and in what size slice, and then the kitchen or caterers will cut it all up and display it beautifully. Amazing. Okay. Well, I uh, after all that talk of cake, I um I am ready for a slice myself, <laughs> definitely. But I just want to say a massive thank you to you, Holly, for joining us today on the Boho Bride Guide podcast. Um, I am sure that your ha- advice and top tips have um, really helped our listeners that are embarking on that journey of uh, starting to plan for their wedding cake and basically where to start and the questions that they need to really answer themselves um, to then find their their cake designer. So, yeah, thank you ever so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to the Boho Bride Guide. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics discussed in today's episode, please do subscribe to the series. Our fabulous wedding vendor interviewed in today's episode will be featured on our website within the podcast show notes section. So to find their details, hop over to www.thebohobrideguide.com. You can tweet us at the Boho Bride Guide, search Instagram for at the Boho Bride Guide, or find us at facebook.com forward slash the Boho Bride Guide. <laughs>